Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Chassidus in the morning. Chachanah for Shavuos. 15 minutes to change our lives. Probably going to finish up with Hashem today. Um, <clears throat> okay, so continuing on what we were talking about. So essentially, our question was, that we learned that in the Medrash it explains that by the night of Shavuos, or the night preceding the giving of the Torah, the Jewish people slept. Because, like it says in the Medrash, the night is short, the sleep is nice, and the bugs didn't even, didn't even uh, bite them. So we asked the question, and we said, and because of this reason, they didn't have to stay up. We have, every year we stay up all night on the night of Shavuos to counteract what happened. The question is, fine, I get it. We have to stay up because they didn't slept. But why does the measure have to tell us all these details? What are all these details about? So we, we realize that the details are not just random bits of information, like the Torah, there is everything exact. So there must be uh, something to this. So essentially what we said was we flipped the whole story. Because in the beginning, when you look at the story, the stories, these people just totally misinterpreted everything. But really, we understood, as brought up in the Alter Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe explains that, that a person by himself is always going to have a lacking because we're physical and, and Torah and godliness and Hashem is spiritual. In order to connect, we're always going to have this limitation. Whereas when you go to sleep, and like the stories of great tzaddikim, they would learn all day and they get answers to the questions why they slept. When you sleep, you, you, your body, your, your neshama is separated from your body more. So therefore, the limitations in your body don't exist as much, and therefore you're more sensitive, you're more able to receive these higher levels of revelation. And so that's sort of what happened. So that's what the Yidin were trying to do. They realized, even though they had 49 days of Aveda, they had worked on themselves very much by the time when, you know, if in the beginning, when they were in the 49 levels of Tumor in Mitzrayim, they wanted to go and leave and come and reach and receive the Torah, how much more so after 49 days of Aveda, they want an infinitely high level. But they said to themselves, if we really want to reach to the stars, so to speak, we want to get connected, the real truth, we have to go and run and sleep. Sleep is the best. And that's also why we see by the story, it says the sleep is sweet. Also why it says that the, the bugs invite them. Why does it make a miracle? There's something wrong. It's because they're, they're doing something good. That's intrin- intrin- intrinsically. And also, that's why we say the sleep was very short. So the night was dark. the night was short. Because night representing darkness was very short. They had worked themselves so well. So now that we understand all this information, so what did they do so wrong? Seems like very good. So why do I have to stay up? They 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 well, and what was wrong with they did? Seems like a good uh, logic. So that's today we're going to explain. The purpose of the giving of the Torah. About page 16 in this book. But Hashem was not pleased with the sleep of the Jewish people before there is for their receipt of the Torah. Meaning, before they received the Torah, this idea, as much as we it's so profound and so deep and so nice, this is not the intention. And this is what we're going to learn today. It's something that we're going to take with us 
for our lives, and so we can learn and think about during the, the days till Shavuos and Shavuos itself. For this was not the per- proper manner in which to approach the event. Meaning they meant well, but it was wrong. Why? As is mentioned on many occasions, the giving of the Torah was a new development in comparison to the observance of the mitzvahs by the others. What we achieved by, ter- by the giving of the Torah was something totally different than what happened by the others, forefathers. After the giving of the Torah, the mitzvahs would have a permanent effect on the physical substances with which they were performed, imbuing them with holiness. Meaning, before Matan Torah, the other says, says Yaakov put on film with some reeds, and then when he finished, he just chucked them out. Before Matan Torah, when you did a mitzvah, it didn't, it didn't transform the physicality into spirituality. And so to speak, you could say that you didn't have to put anything in Seamus. There's nothing really, what's Seamus? Something that became holy. And now the thing is holy itself. You can't just chuck it out. Whereas before Antero, nothing, nothing, the spirituality and physicality, the lacus, godliness and physicality, they didn't, they didn't join, they didn't become one. So even when you did a mitzvah with something physical, that physical didn't transform itself. That was before Matan Matantera accomplished this. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the mitzvahs would have a permanent effect on the physical substance with which they were performed, imbuing them with holiness. And now that physicality, that, that piece of coin that you took, or that fruit that you ate for the right reason, and you made a bracha, it becomes holy. So the peak of our divine service is achieved not by abandoning the body, but by involving it. It is through such efforts that a connection is established with Hashem's essence. This cannot be achieved by a non-corporeal body, soul. Indeed, the advantage of, of divine service carried out within the body is so great that Hashem and the heavenly courts make themselves dependent on the ruling of a mortal court. Meaning, I'll just finish off the paragraph and then we'll forget about it. Meaning, and he says, so Hashem tells us, you have triumphed, triumphed over me, my children. He says, but see the basic of the whole discussion. And, and ultimately, the ruling that Hashem said a ruling, and, and, and he said, no, but the Torah is love Hashemayim. But the Torah is not in heaven. The Torah is love Hashemayim. The Torah is not in heavens. And therefore, the ruling down below is, is final. So, what are we saying here? We're saying that, that, the, that what Matan Torah achieved and, and sort of what is the ultimate purpose is the Neshama in a body affecting it. When we do a mitzvah with physicality, and that physicality having that effect. Before Matantero, that didn't exist, and after Matantero, that did exist. And then the Yidden went to sleep. Going to sleep was in order to separate themselves from the physicality. Because they said, the Nishama in a body, like we said in the Fenalter, the Nishama in a body is always going to have these limitations, no matter to achieve such a high level. You could sort of say it in a different way, like this What's deeper? What's more cherished? What's more important? Um, going, reaching a high level or affecting the physicality. And this is sort of what we're seeing. Since the purpose of the giving of the Torah was to accentuate the advantage of divine service performed while the soul is employed within the body, the whole purpose of modern Torah was that in the physicality of the world, we'll be able to do a mitzvah, we'll be able to transform the, the physicality through that, through that mitzvah. The preparatory service must parallel that objective. Therefore, you want to do an achana, for, for Matan you have to use your brain. You have, you have to do it the right way. 
not to sleep and rise above the body, but to work with the body. This applies even though at that time, before the giving of the Torah, there was still a decree separating the material from the spirituality. Meaning, <laughs> there's a bracket over here, and that bracket is very interesting because he's saying, one second, the Torah hasn't been given yet. So there's still, there's still uh, the separation between godliness and physicality. But essentially what we're saying is the whole thing that Martin Torah was achieving was the combination of the spirituality and the physicality coming together. And now the physicality has a spirituality to it. It has spirituality within it. And that's being revealed. And that's what we're revealing. So the point is, if you want to prepare for that, don't run away because you're missing the point. When you run away, you're missing the point. It's like you try to explain to someone something, like you learn in Shira. And, and someone's like, oh, it doesn't mean. And he tries to, they try to explain it. And it's totally not what we're talking about. This is sort of what we're saying. The Eden were meant well. And they're trying to do the right thing. But when they come and they go to sleep on the night before Shavuos, that Hashem's not happy because you're missing the point. You don't realize what we're trying to achieve here. We're not trying to achieve that you become an aesthetic and you leave the world. You're not connected with the world. You know, I'm meant to stay in seminary all your life. You know, I'm meant to stay in Kailal. You know, I'm meant to become a Kailal wife and your husband just walks with girls all day in Kailal. That's not the purpose. For some people, maybe it is. But in general, that's not, that's not the way it's meant to be. You're meant to be in the physicality. You're meant to be in the world and live within the world and transform the world. That's the whole purpose of giving the Torah. That the Torah came down specifically for that. The Torah could have stayed up in Shemayim. The reason I came down is to be in this world of physicality. So going to sleep is taking yourself away, which is the opposite of the intent of the Torah. It wasn't like what they do to slap who they were tired. They wanted to reach a higher level, but they didn't realize that, that, that they were mistaken in, in, in their thoughts. That you want to get close to Torah? It's about being with inside of you. It's like Lamasha had a friend. He was, he was from South Africa, and he went to learn in Eretz Yisrael And they were learning Gersa, which is Gemara, but like quickly, not like so in depth, just running through it. So he's South African. So he has to read the Gemara and then translate into English and move on. And, and it's written in a, in, a, in a foreign script, foreign letters. Whereas he's in the yeshiva with all these Israelis, so the language is written, it's, even though it's in Aramaic, but, but the words are written in Hebrew, and they don't really translate so much. And then they, they fly through, and he was going much slower than them, because just, just the time that it takes to do all these things. And so he complains to one of the, the Rosh Shivas or the Magid Shir over there. That's like, I'm, like I don't, they like run through their running pages, Gemara, and I'm stuck. So, so I said to him, he goes, it's true. He goes, but, but because it takes you longer, you get it deeper. And this is sort of what we're saying. You can go spirituality and you can run to the heavens and you can go do all these holy things, but it's not going to permeate you. The whole purpose of the Torah is to permeate you. As I've ever said a million times, Torah is a language of, of lessons. It's not just something you learn and, and, and you get all spiritual and you run away, but it's that you come down into physicality and you say, well, how does this affect me? What am I meant to learn from this? And how do I apply this? And this is what we're saying. And this is the mistaken identity. Well, this was the mistake. It wasn't totally wild off. You know, you see how we said in the beginning, you have to understand when you hear a story in the Torah that it might sound to you totally off if you were that person. You have to understand you're you and, and what's in the Torah, it's a whole different level. So to hear, not just sleeping, on a whole different level. They were sleeping because they wanted to reach levels that they realized they can't reach within themselves. So in a certain sense, you can say to yourself, and this is what I was going to say in the end. 
you know, when I was in Yeshiva, especially in like, I was in a Baltimore Yeshiva, and they used to say, used to be this discussion, and it always bothered me. Some guy says, I don't have time to help another Bachim. I don't have much time in Yeshiva, and I need to learn all these things. So I don't have time to help. That's essentially what we're talking about. That's going to sleep, saying, hey, I can't help you. I need to, I need to be taking care of my own spirituality and run away into my own cloud. And ultimately, that doesn't, that's it, it, totally false and a totally warped reality. And you don't learn as much. When you learn by yourself, you can never learn as much. And this is what I was saying. You go to spirituality, you stay spiritual, but you never affected your body. You never became affected by yourself. You never really transformed yourself. The whole purpose of the Torah was to transform us. And that's what we're meant to do. Let's try to finish it off. So no man can remain an island. There are those who ask, why must I have anything to do with the darkness of the world? Why must I become involved with material things? I would rather cut myself off from all of that and devote myself to st studying Torah and performing my divine service undisturbed by others. Yeah, this is like what we're saying. A person says to himself, what I have to do? Be in the physicality. Let me go. Let me run away. Let, let me stay in the clouds. Let me stay in, in, in that spiritual environment and not be with anything that's dark, anything that's not, not godly. Such people are saying that they have, an, they have approached the level of Shavuos when the night, the darkness of our world is short. They want to reach the highest peaks, but the sleep on Shavuos is, is sweet. You know, he's quoting all these measures and he's showing how they think about it this way. It's, it's good. There's not much darkness. I can stay sweet. I do all this work and I just stay spiritual. It's all good. And not be disturbed by the fleas in their environment. And I can stay away from the fleas. I don't even get bitten by them. I'm not, I'm not affected. I'm in a bubble and it works. The Rebbe says, they must know that even before the Torah was given, meaning before the connection between the spirituality and physicality became one, Indeed, on the very day it was given, such an approach was contrary to Hashem's intent. Hashem wasn't happy even before that connection had been built. So you couldn't even really achieve anything at that point. But still Hashem wasn't happy. And indeed, we are still compensating for that era, for this era today. As we strive to make a dwelling for Hashem in this lowly world, surely this applies after the giving of the Torah, when our efforts must involve setting aside time to share with other Jews. Hashem is forever saying, even if they are on a low level, Hashem is, uh, the Rebbe is saying that, that we have to make sure to give, get, not always think about ourselves and give ourselves time for someone else. Think how we can help someone else. And we must realize that we ourselves will also benefit from this sharing. As we are taught, from my students, I received more than from all others. By helping someone else, you ultimately help yourself the most. Like I think the Tzernal Sadek says, I'm not sure why the Rebbe doesn't put it in here. Clearly, he knows more than me. But it sounds like it says that, that it's elephant kacha. When you help someone, you gain a thousand. So let's say something takes you 10,000 hours or a thousand hours to learn, you'll be able to learn in one hour by helping someone else. And this goes back to the point I was saying about the, the Baruch Amin Yeshiva. They don't have time to help other people. They don't realize by helping other people, you'll learn it more. You'll get it more. This is the reason why we don't sleep on Shavuos. The night before we receive the Torah. There's not merely to compensate for a shortcoming of our ancestors. And they're saying even deeper. I thought we we're doing it because they made a mistake. It's because staying awake is part of the preparation for receiving Torah. It's because we're trying to teach ourselves. We want to connect with Torah. We don't run away. We don't run away into the mountains. We don't, we don't stay away from people and say, I'll just stay in my bubble and I, and I don't care about anyone else. Giving the Torah, receiving the Torah comes with the obligation to help. To help and to see how can I tell, teach someone else? How can I give someone an aleph? I know an aleph. We all know something that we can give. And, and if we think we don't know anything, we're going to sit down and ask ourselves, I must know something. The proper approach is to involve ourselves with the body, the animal soul, and one's portion in the world. In this manner, one prepares oneself for receiving the Torah with a joy that continues throughout the year.
And with this, that's how you prepare for Shavuos. It's dark by staying up, not just for staying up to make up for the mistake that they made, that they did, that didn't stay up. It's also for ourselves, for ourselves. Let's realize, I want to receive the Torah. I want the Torah to, be, to really uh, shine with me. It's not about I'm just going to learn Torah, but I'm going to take the Torah. I'm going to put it into myself. I'm going to say to myself, how do I apply this? How do I te- speak to my nephew Bahamas? How do I help the people around me? How do I help, help the one around me? When I'm going down in the street, and, like uh, uh, my wife does a lot, walks around, <laughs> sees how she can help. See, you know, says you know, like comments, especially like, you know, in the suburb or something, you see someone and try to put them in a good mood. How can I make an effect in the world around me? This is what the terrorists can come to do. Not, not to take you away from the world, but to put you in the world and to transform the world. And this is the Dibit This is what we're trying to do. So we should be successful in this. Everyone should have an amazing Shavuos and, and uh, plenty to, to digest for the next week with this. And Mitzvah Hashem, uh, Monday, we'll, we'll go on to the next thing we'll learn. Thank you everyone for joining and have a great day.